Welcome to Fly Cool Shit, the show where Jeff Petro and Mark Pollard talk about aerobatics, unique airplanes, aviation news, and so much more. Hey pilot, you're cleared to enter the box. Smoke on. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Fly Cool Shit, powered by Lift Aviation. I'm Mark. And I'm Jeff. And we are ready to talk some cool stuff. Kind of talk about cool stuff and flying, flying cool stuff and cool stuff. Dude, there's a lot going on lately. Like, do you like feel there is a lot going on? Like a lot of people are getting into aerobatics. A lot of people are moving up into some really cool, more higher performance airplanes. Um, training, like there's a there's some growth going on. Yeah, yeah, a lot of. You know? um, d- does it happen like this every year? Because uh, this is kind of the first year that I remember remember um, paying attention to this element of it. But is there a big shuffle like this? Um, after every nationals, um, I got to be honest. Feels like there's more this this year. Yeah, it just just going off my gut or first instinct. Like it just seems like people are excited. I think it's, um, I think it's social media and and uh, you know digital age. I guess you know people are okay. posting a lot, um, and just having fun. I mean, like. Joey Bowflex is just lives on Facebook. I love it. Love seeing his videos. Um, yeah. Lee, Lee Hubner. Uh, I was just on Facebook and just saw some of his, uh, he's working on some snaps and stuff like that. Um, and I love that people are posting and we got to be supportive of that. You know, you can't be a Karen and have some idiot, you know, not supporting it, but um, I love the material, totally I love the content, you know, and like, you know, bravo to the people that kind of started it, I guess. Um, like Dumovic, I think, you know, was really, um, I, I just, I got a lot of respect for him now. You know, he, he put himself out there too. and did what he said he was going to do. And, you know, obviously, like all of us, we all make mistakes along the way or not necessarily mistakes, but, you know, hurdles to overcome. And it was really fun, not fun at times, but like it was, um, I enjoyed following him along on his uh quote unquote journey, you know. I did too. I did too. And um, you know, it does take a lot to to put yourself out there for sure. And I, totally. I like it, you know, especially in a sport where everybody wants to hide their flaws, hide their mistakes. You know, yeah. um, you and I tried to start getting this going on the aerobatic pilots page, and you saw how much traction it got or or lack thereof is, is a better way yeah. to put it. People just did not want to, they didn't want to play the game, they did not want to put themselves out there. I mean, literally. I think you posted and then challenged me. I posted and I think I challenged Messenheimer and then it just died. Nobody else did it. You know, yeah. um, where it's like, it's kind of fun to look at mistakes. And I, I mean, I feel, I feel like a lot of people are self-deprecating in a way, like, especially like at a contest, you know, you, you, you hear like, Oh, it didn't go this, you know, this flight didn't go great. I, I did X, Y, and Z. Um, you know, I got to work on this or judges didn't see this. But then, like, like outside of a contest, nobody really kind of wants to talk about mistakes or or 
show right. mistakes. They always just kind of want to show what their what their what their best is. And I, I mean, I guess yeah. I I don't I don't disagree with it, or I, I I mean, I get it, but um, I like it when people just kind of put their shit out there. I love it because yeah. I love content. I mean, we've talked about that a ton. Yeah, and like, I mean, I feel like these um, heroes that <laughs> are putting all this stuff out there are really doing so much for. Um, I can't think of a better word. Not a, it's not the right word, but like the industry that we're in. Um, yeah, and um, I know that's not the right word, but you kind of follow along here. And yeah, I think it's inspiring. I'm using such such words that I don't normally use. Um, but it, I think it's inspiring. Do you to use a uh, word of the day toilet paper? Is that, is that what you're getting these big words <laughs> yeah. from? Well, PSL season is almost over, so I'll be happy in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and like, you know, Game Bird, there's a lot of Game Birds being made. I think that, you know, it's just a matter of time before we see a big uptick in those airplanes at competitions. I think people are are learning to fly those airplanes and, and they want to fly them well and being safe about it. So I think you're going to see see those uh next year a lot more um kind of said that the that not a lot of new biplanes um you know with the economy and inflation you know maybe that will spur more people to to go to route of home building you know if that is a more affordable route i don't know anything about home building but i'm just assuming you know that you're saving on labor obviously by building yourself for competent but you know maybe maybe we'll see more home build airplanes maybe we'll see a monoplane that's that's a kit you could build at home. You know, weren't they trying to do that in well, South do you remember, Africa? Well, don't you remember um, MX when they they kind of redesigned the uh, MX2 um, and and released it at Oshkosh? I think the same year the NG or close to it. They brought out a yeah. a built um, a built kit ready like ready for you to finish. But it was like you can order an airplane or you could buy a kit. And yeah. I don't know. I'd love to know the stats on because there were a couple that were bought. In fact. Um, uh, Rory bought one, right? Um, yeah. years back. Uh, yeah. I don't know who else, if any, have bought the kit. Um, and I don't know if that's an e- a quicker way to finish the airplane because let's be real. Um, delivery times uh, for an MX2 or an MXS right now are insane. Yeah, they gotta but, figure yeah, out I, their their production line kind of thing, I guess, or their timetables. Or I know COVID affected them with yeah. the uh, boxes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I like you look at um uh I was um taxiing back uh from a flight in the extra the other day and uh um guy uh I won't I won't I won't say his last name just for I guess for privacy or whatever, but uh guy named Sean owns a uh S one eleven B super stinker on the field that he built. <laughs> One of my favorite and it's planes. absolutely oh it's it's and it, it it wouldn't just be the fact that it's a cool airplane in general, it's a absolutely gorgeous example of a super sneaker i mean he he's an engineer and you can just tell by the way the airplane's built that it's just it's absolutely stunning um and i always thought that was a fairly capable airplane and especially probably you know you look at like the ultimate very capable airplane but what didn't I mean, it wasn't as popular as the pits there's been other iterations of high performing biplanes that are based on a pits or or a mong or you know like the um what do they call the 540 Eagles? Are they super Eagles? I don't know. Golden Eagles, yeah, right? Something or like something that. like yeah. that. Um, and I nothing's been as, nearly as popular as as the pits in general, but it would be nice to see some of these upper level, like an 
um, you know, like the S. I'm surprised there's not more S111Bs being built. I know because that's know, a great, um, great advanced there platform. I believe. I mean, yeah, I, I take that back because I, I don't have any experience with that. But assuming from its performance stats, and you know, we've seen them fly a little bit. Um, it seems like it's it, it it would really whoop some ass. I would love to see. You know, I would love to see like Johnny O in a Bits S111B in advance. That would be a lot of fun to watch, and he would he would slay it. Well, I I certainly think that. Gosh, you know, and you you make it. You, you said something uh, uh, very important. You know, a good advanced platform. Here begs the question: Is are these people that are setting out to build an airplane or to maybe buy a home built that's already built? Are you buying? Are you buying? Are you going for an advanced airplane anymore? Even though you may never fly unlimited, but the the sound or or, or the feeling of a ceiling, a limit, you know that. I don't know how many people are just not okay with the fact that they're not flying the ultimate. No pun intended. Not not an actual ultimate, but like the ultimate airplane, right? I mean, you're seeing people that are buying game birds and NGs and SCs, uh, flying sportsman and intermediate. We're not even flying aerobatics at all, and certainly not flying competition at all. I mean, there was a big discussion of this on the aerobatic pilots page of the, of the game bird. It's like, you know, Philip tested Phil, serial number 58 yesterday. Like, where are they? Where are they? You know, there's similar NG numbers, not to pick on game bird. Um, you see, uh, you know, Dagmar competed in unlimited last year's nationals. Um, but like, where are they? Yeah, I don't you know, know what I mean. Um, but these unlimited airplanes, like, I, I don't know. I, I wonder, I wonder how much American champion is selling a decathlon these days. Cause, uh, we, you know, we were talking about this in a private group chat, about like the, the market, you were so right on about how, you know, these new airplanes are driving the used market up because, you know, an extreme decathlon now is 400 grand more, it's probably more, is, oh my um, God. which means a, a regular, like, and so, I mean, did I say super decathlon? I, if I didn't, I meant extreme, but then that, that drives yeah. the super decathlon up to what? Almost four? It's been almost $400,000 for a super decathlon. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I guess and, they're and selling, but I don't know. Well, people don't have a choice sometimes. I mean, because, you know, once you get to a certain point where it's like, all right, like this, this guy who's selling a used one is asking, you know, crazy money. So why not just spend a little bit more and get a new one at this point? And then that's what people are doing. And the used market, yeah. it's not even, it's, it's, it's scarce. I mean, you're seeing it all over the place in every industry. So like, there's yeah. not a lot to choose True. from. And, you know, obviously, you know, um, whatchamacallit, the uh, value of a dollar and, you know, just inflation, like it, prices are going to continue to go up naturally. So um, there's a lot of people on the sidelines that, are waiting for, you know, a collapse or the bubble to pop on, on say like the SCs or something like that. And I don't see it happening. I mean, you might see like a five, 10% hit, but you know, it's, the SC is like a universal currency. It's, it's, it's all over the world. It's, it's better than money. Honestly, that, that, that airplane is better than money because if somebody wants something right now, you know, that's like a, a recreational airplane is one thing, but like if, if you, 
you know, we we've seen this. Um, I don't know if you were kind of beholden to this, but like when you bought your SC, you know, people that are like eyeing the advance and unlimited team and are making a run for it and and need that extra bump, right? Um, you know, we see this again with this churn after nationals of of people going from yeah. advanced to unlimited or that have just made the team in an airplane uh, for the advanced team that is made the yeah. team in an airplane that's like, you know, going to be a handicap at Worlds. So it's like you yeah. you it's kind of like being the last person to finish some insane race, right? Yeah. Okay, you finish this insane race, but you're you were in last. How do you get to first? Yeah. And so then you're like, okay, what do I buy? What's the market? And you look at the used market, and you know most of these S seats kind of sit off market, even though you see one now and again on market. But people need them now because you have you have a year to get in that airplane, get good, be a team member, a contributing team member, and then obviously you want to do well at World. Um, yeah. So there's a t- there's a there's a pressure there, and I think because of that pressure, you're never going to see these airplanes fire sold no. uh, for for low prices ever. Well, just to you know, just to go back like a. Uh a minute on what you were saying with advanced and limited. Like I would have never, I would have never bought an SC if I was going to stay in advance. Like the only reason I got the SC is because I knew I was going to make the jump or one day fly unlimited. That's yeah. the, that yeah. is the only reason why I bought the SC. If I was going to stay in advance, there's not like, there's plenty of other airplanes that are capable. I mean, we saw Marco make it in a laser. Um, yeah. It's, it's a very capable plane. So like the SC is not, in air, to me, like if somebody says, "Oh, I need an SC to compete in advance," like you need to go jump off a cliff. Um, yeah, because no, you, you need to get better. On. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then, and then back to what you're saying with these with these market prices, like you know, so the value the value of these airplanes or or what they're worth are, I would say, right now they're the used market. Let me just quick, like I'd say fifteen percent you know, sometimes, you know, closing in on 20% up and that, that affects the rental price. So like, you know, you have these people that are overseas that are going to be wanting to use an SC uh, for worlds or, you know, vice versa, you know, Americans want to go overseas and yep. the rental rates of these things like are through, are going to be through the roof. So now it's like, well, do I pay the 10 grand um, or the, the 10 grand each way ship, you know, to ship it. Cause like, say out the door to ship it, put it together, disassemble it, you're at 30,000. But if you go over there and rent an airplane, it's going to be, you know, probably a thousand dollars an hour to rent it. So now it's like, yeah, it'd be a little bit cheaper, but is it worth saving 10 grand and not having your own airplane there if you want to be competitive? And to me, the answer is no, like you ship your plane at that point. You spend the extra 10,000. Yeah, you ship it. Yeah. You know? Um, Well, and and, and this, it's all encompassing too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. And, and and it's 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 all encompassing. Like everything is affected, and, and it's this, it's a vicious cycle, right? Because you you have these higher hole prices um, that affects the rental market if you're going to lease your airplane out or rent it out for for anybody. And and you know, as you've said, if you have an SC, just <laughs> again, like, it's well, the universal. <laughs> can I interrupt you? So yeah. now, like you know, as like an owner of one, so now my whole value is like you know went up. And forget about like just making money on the thing, right? Like, no, you got to increase worth, your insurance. Well, that too. But like, now that it's worth a lot of money, like I don't want to rent it. Like, I don't want somebody else abusing this this extremely right costly piece of equipment. You know, not that it wasn't it's that an much appreciable before, asset, but like you know, it was already worth a lot to me. And like you know, it was just like a normal thing. But now it's like, all right, this is worth a lot, and you know, 
this isn't like assess. Uh, this isn't like a, you know, a 300 L that you're going to fly advanced or intermediate and whatever, like you're going to go out there and beat, beat this thing up really hard. You're going to beat the prop of the motor, yeah. you know, all the, all the valuable things on it, the wear and tear items. Nobody's flying so an like, SC light. Yeah. So like now, like to me, like, you know, I love my friends dearly and there's a, a short list of a short list that like people that I owe, you know, not that I owe, um, that are just, you know, like that are like brothers to me and it, it's an easy decision to let them use the airplane, but it's, it's a very, very short list. Um, and you know, some people get mad, you know, or some people like get judgy that like, you don't want to like lend your airplane out. It's like, dude, <laughs> It's not that like, it's just that if like something happens, then like, it just, it just makes it so awkward. You know what I mean? Yeah. I and, agree. I agree. You, know, you sacrifice a lot to get these things. I mean, I wasn't, I don't have a fucking blank checkbook or a trust fund, you know, and there was a lot of blood, sweat and tears and overextending myself to get this thing. So, you know, I really like it and I want to keep it. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want it to get well, hurt. <laughs> and then and then you and then you peel it back a couple layers to the supply chain, and it's like if somebody does hurt it, like shit happens, you know. Oh, of um, course. Uh, hey, I lived I lived it with a, a co-owner of my airplane, you know, ground yeah, the piss exactly. out of it, and almost damn near fucking totaled it uh, from an insurance standpoint, and it took it took almost a year to fix it, which was before the real supply chain issues kind of arose, yeah. and it, it, I, I was shocked. They that was like. Southeast era. I mean, Kramer told me, he's like, dude, this is our summer. This is our summer project, man. Like this is like for us, he's like, I, I hate to sound like this, but I was like, it, but he's like, thank you. <laughs> Cause like this gives my entire team um, a few months of, of absolute and total work, you know, but it now, labor. you know, somebody absolutely. But now you ding it, you ding a prop. Good luck getting a prop from MT, MT anytime soon. Um, it's a six month wait right now. Hold on. I'll tell you right now. Six month wait right now is buying yep. a prop. Um, keep talking, yep. but I'll, I'll get back and, to on that. And, and, you know, you look at Lycoming, um, you need, uh, okay. Yeah. You, six you months. Strike the prop, tear it down at least, you know, it's like, if you, if you need a piston, it, it, I, I was reading some, uh, some cases of people waiting a year, you know, to get a piston or, or, uh, you know, a cylinder. It's like, man, uh, it's not just a buddy dinging a proper or, or busting something, um, you know, uh, we didn't really talk about it, but it's, I think it's public knowledge enough now that, you know, one of Craig's, uh, 330 SEs at worlds, um, had, had an incident, a, a ground incident that airplanes back at extra in Germany. How long, how many months has it been already? Two. We're uh, going on three. One and a half. End of a, yeah. Going three? On three. Yeah. Um, I bet that airplane doesn't show back here until this time next year. Maybe a couple I months would, before. Yeah, yeah. I would say like summer, possible depending on supply, yeah. you know, shit like that. July. Um July, maybe. Yeah, um, I mean, it depends. I mean, extras freaking they're they're making money on NGs. So like Yeah. Yeah, what are they whatever, but like, yeah, I mean the the NG weight now is what is it, a year and a half? Something like that, yeah. So like Game I guarantee Guaranteed there's going to be a price. There's a price. There was somebody was just telling us there's a price increase on game birds. Yep. Over 600. It's over 600 now. And why would it? If why you should, want, if you, you know, want the two place and the single yeah. place, it's like 605. So, uh, man, 
It's crazy. And it's easy for us to say because we have not that it's wrong, but like, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, like people that are ready to buy are just bad timing right now where they're ready to buy. Um, you know, like rightfully so for that company. If you got a year and a half, two year wait time, like, yeah, why wouldn't you raise the price? Yeah, amongst others, amongst other no, things I, going on, you have to. You you absolutely have to. I mean, it's it's to be expected, and you absolutely have to. Like you, um, it, it's it's part of the day. It's part of the game. You have to raise prices. You have to you have to raise prices to the market. You know, it's like they're a business. It's, um, as everybody else is raising prices, I mean, what's the cost of a Thunderbolt now? You know, that's why Gamebird bought a bunch of Thunderbolts and haven't had. They just haven't been crates. You know. Yeah. Um, they bought them before the price increase. I think they bought eighty of them or some some crazy number. There was, Are you serious? You know, yeah, they bought some, some, the, some the insane number. Access. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because whenever when all these companies, when Lycoming comes out, um, Lycoming did it, um, Garmin did it. There was a couple other manufacturers of things that were like, "Hey, get your get get stuff in now because there's going to be a price increase." Um, you know, companies like Gamer that have that have a lot of money, a lot of backing. You're saving money by by paying the upfront cost. You know, if you save fifteen thousand dollars a motor, I mean, that's a ton of money, um, and you're still going to raise your prices. You're not passing that savings on to the customer necessarily. Um, you're still going to raise your prices commensurate of what things cost at the moment. You know, when you when you sign the order. Yeah, but exactly, it's it's crazy, man. Yeah, but yeah. you know, it is what it is. But I never, we never really thought about that. Like maybe because of these obscene price well not obscene i don't want to be uh, i don't know it's not my mark um it's not my business what i do for a living so uh but i'm just saying the the super high prices of these these new airplanes like maybe we'll see this you know uptick of of maybe buying like a, a run out beat up airplane at a good deal and restoring it or doing the going the home built route which Honestly, yeah. I think would really do do well increasing numbers and and maybe show people like it is possible. You know, you can do this. Yeah. So I yeah, yeah. there there does seem to be a void in the market, you know, like of of uh, where a hole like that needs to be filled. Yeah. Exactly. And it's just time, you know, time and money obviously come into play. Um yeah. But yeah, it's it's exciting. I would love to see you know the the pits era of home builds coming back, almost like I don't want to say creating another category because that's just unrealistic. But I do feel like, and we've talked about this uh, dozens of times with this advanced category and 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 how it it really just uh, so many bad words are coming into my head. I don't want to say them out loud, but it really uh, <laughs> cha- it changed the category. Um, and in, in a lot of ways, but it, the pits and, and the four cylinder airplanes, like it, it, it's, I get there for, I can, I don't know their frustration. I can't relate. Well, actually I can, because I flew to the 200 in advance, but like, um, it's frustrating and, you know, it's like, I'm with you. Like, and if there was ever like a time to like get a petition going and bring back that rule or whatever, like they should like advanced. Let's face it. We all have jobs in America. There's no aerobatic clubs. There's, there are, but they're few and far between. And there's no advanced aerobatic clubs. Let's say that. Yeah. This is, this is a hobby, you know, um, people have jobs. They can't fly every day. 
And that's what Unlimited is for. Unlimited is a job. And if you want to go that route, go to fucking Unlimited. You know, unlimited time, unlimited money, whatever. That's that's unlimited. Yeah. But advanced shouldn't be like that. And it's it's maybe not a hundred percent like that, but it's 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 almost a job to have to have to win advanced or be super competitive invest. So like we need to go back to or not we need it. That's not the right way to say it. I think it it would be better to have the advanced go back to the way it was tone it down a little bit in terms of uh, the type of figures that, and it's not that like people can't do it. Like they're, they're extremely talented pilots. It's just the budget that you need the $250,000 or $175,000 budget to buy an airplane and, and get an airplane that can, can do these figures. It's, it's not realistic for a lot of people. You know, well, it begs um, it begs the um, the idea again of of bridging that gap, you know, um, of a of a essentially a fifth competitive category, right? Yeah, um, I just think that it should be advanced. I think it should be like the it, the way advanced used to be, and you know, because um, you want it to be competitive. Like that was fun at nationals when there was a lot of competitors in advanced, um, and if you, I. This is going to get taken the wrong way by some people, but like if you lower the K and and make the sequences um, to a um, a difficulty that is achievable by a Pitts S1S, um, and not to say like you know a Sammy Mason or a Johnny O, saying like a guy who's got a job and and can fly a lot and and fly figures well, you know who doesn't fly for a living. Then, like you'll, I think you'll see an increase in those numbers. I mean, this is never going to happen. We notice, but I'm just hypothetically or telling you how I feel. Yeah, um, it would be nice to 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 have seen that category not have gone away. You know, keep that 200 horsepower because you got a guy like Marco. Marco fucking swept ass in his laser. I mean, he did. He did really kicked ass. But now you got a guy like he did Marco really well. who's got a great airplane that would be fine to fly at Worlds. You know, back in the 90s with that rule. Um, and he's fucking got to fly. He's trying to find a, uh, you know, a Sukhoi or a, you know, an SC or something. Well, and that's, what's crazy is you're, 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 you're winning and, and being put on the team in something that you already feel is going to be at such a handicap going into advanced worlds that you're, you're looking beyond what you've just accomplished almost, um, in the airplane that you own to simply get to the next airplane yeah. because now it's it is it is kind of a job right even in advance now yeah um, maybe that's why we was like okay i think that's why we were wrong we didn't see a lot of pits of sh- more we didn't see more pits to show up because like a guy who's competitive or is a great pilot is not going to put himself in a position that is that is near impossible to ch- achieve well and uh, you know let me ask you this i actually have a couple questions i have a couple long questions for you the first question is, I'm going to give you both questions, but I want you to answer the pits one first. The first one is, does it add an element of excitement, not to see people struggle, but to see um, there is a little bit of, of uh, you know, we always talk about <laughs> getting the drama into the sport, but having the, the biplane struggle, like seeing these categories where like a specific type of airplane, because the people that flew those airplanes, Johnny O's no slouch. Let's be no. real here. Let's be very clear. That guy's a hell yeah. of a pilot. And um, you know, I'm not saying he struggled. Um, 
uh, we all make mistakes. We're all human. But the airplane struggled, you know, and his isn't stock. You know, he was doing modifications to try to be still be relevant in advanced. And this year really did prove to a few of the biplane pilots that it was hard. I mean, um, those, those I don't think it was really struggled. I don't think it was hard at all for Johnny. O. I think that I think that he got everything out of that airplane and the airplane. The airplane did everything I could. And and I think it it came up short. Um, it just and, wasn't enough. No, that's what I mean. Like, I don't think it was Johnny's yeah. uh, shortcomings. Yeah, I think, yeah. I, in fact, I think any if anything, that airplane did. It would have. It did everything. It not could. very many people could have. Yeah. Not very many people could have done what Johnny O did in that oh, totally. airplane. I said that on the, uh, whatever episode. I thought that out of all the advanced competitors, I thought he flew the best. Yeah, he he. It it was hard to watch the airplanes handicaps. I think a little bit, you know, which was a shame because you want yeah. you want him to do well. You want them to do well. You want to see an air. I wanted to see an airplane. Uh, I'm sorry. I wanted to see a biplane on the advanced team. You know, yeah. I, I was really hoping. Um, yeah. but my uh, next question is um and we can elaborate on the biplanes in advance a- adding a little bit to the drama but my my following question is where would the extra 200 have stacked this year at nationals with those sequences hmm cuz that's a 200 horsepower monoplane right we had yeah. a G200 a G202 we had a couple uh we had a laser although marco's laser is like what it's a little hopped up by like 230 horsepower, I think, something like that. Yeah, no, um, definitely. I mean, plus, it's like 400 pounds lighter. Um, yeah. Uh, literally. Yeah. I think you would have saw it competing, you know, very similar to the S1T um, or some of those hopped up S1Ss. Um, or maybe if you want to look at the, the midwing, you can just basically, however, the midwing rolled, and then you could take off you know, three, 400 feet of any vertical that the midwing did. And that's where the uh, 200 would have lied. So I think it would have been a good contest for a 200 being that none of the sequence were huge losers um, as far as altitude. Um, and that's where the 200 really struggles um, is maintaining energy. Cause you need that airplane needs to be flown above 120 at all times. Um, yeah. And, you know, these sequences really, um, weren't weren't too crazy for that. Um, you know where the two hundred really struggles is. Well, at least I struggled with them. Is anytime you have like any type of half looping figure up, like if it's the first figure, you can come in at four hundred knots and and have speed on top of whatever you want. But if you have like a half loop in the middle of the sequence with some type of you know um, snap roll on the top, um, it gets really doggy um, with that. So. Um, because you know, I like you can pull you'll, you'll that airplane. You could dive in at two twenty, and after figure one, like you'll never see the speedometer go above. I mean, you you got to enter from like six thousand feet to get that thing to redline. Um, yeah. So that that plane really flies sequences around like one sixty, maybe one seventy if you hold the long downline. It just has no thrust. That airplane. Um, no, and you really got to keep the speed up on it. Yeah, and it's hard, so you end up losing a lot of altitude. So. Um, anyway, like I was saying, like a, a half loop up in the middle of a sequence, you're going to enter at 160 at best. And then by the time you get across to the top, you're going to be like, gosh, 105, maybe 100. And yeah, that's okay. You could, you could flick at that speed, but it's just, it's, it ain't pretty. 
you know. Um, no, it, that's. I, mean, I I remember doing it. I mean, my snaps suck, and I I don't compete, but I remember doing snaps at that speed, and I I remember like slower than that, like it almost it's it becomes very um, unorthodox. Yeah. It doesn't yeah, look it doesn't look right. Doesn't feel right. Oh, it's a great airplane for snaps because um, if you take any <laughs> any like three hundred driver or you know five, six cylinder monoplane guy who does snaps and basically just shoves a stick stick to the corner with we're well, not even cornered they don't really even accelerate it they just add aileron like if you add any oh you, you, they just kills the snap in a 200 you, you're it gonna doesn't let you get it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's no. just like slow as shit so it really teaches you how to snap real correctly and um you know i just i see it even like in the videos today like and they'll get you know they'll keep doing it and they'll score score okay but like everybody just buries aileron in their snaps and it's just like oh man they would feel so they just would do it a couple of times with just taking out the aileron, really accelerating them, right? Like, just like a spin. Like, it, it, that's all it is. I mean, when you do an accelerated spin, power off or, or yeah, when you, you don't add that much aileron. You don't add no. really any, you know, maybe a, a tinge, but, and the thing wraps up and it, it's the same thing with the snap. I mean, it'll really, and it'll, you'll have more energy, you'll have less side load. You'll have a faster found rotation, like, quicker stop. Very, like, yeah, I found like very little aileron and then like a little bit of elevator, like almost neutral elevator, you know, like, like just bringing the stick forward a little bit, really wrap that airplane up nicely. Yeah, you'll feel it. I mean, it'll, it's like yeah. a spring almost, you know, where it's like you kind of hit almost like not a wall because it's a little, it's like a cushiony part when, and it's, I don't know, it's just do a bunch of them and, and you just, you just, you could feel it. Um, but yeah, it's it just, I don't know. Aileron to me, it, sometimes you, whatever, but it kills it. But good old 200 snaps, good old 200. Um, but yeah, I, we got to get a biplane guy on. So we got to do. Do we though? Guy. I mean, it's kind of gross. <laughs> I'll shower that day. I'll shower after. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking Sorry, of getting people on, how how fun was uh, uh, getting Luke and uh, Ryan on? Luke Penner, um, dude, I'm so glad you brought Those up two Canada. or something else. I um, oh yeah, I'm just gonna say, Canada. I'm just gonna say it. I I think Canada's gonna win. Is World. it public? No, I don't even know if I'm we right. We can't talk about. <laughs> we can't talk about that part yet. Yeah, we've heard some. Uh, so I I don't think the U.S. one is. Did we talk about the U.S. Who's coaching yeah, the did. U.S. team? Yeah, we did talk JB. about that. Um, yeah, um, it's we're hearing some interesting selections, and I say interesting just just I, I guess in my head I kind of thought a Canadian would teach the team, right? As a Canadian national team, um, yeah. But we're hearing some other names being thrown out. Dude, it's kind of interesting. It's going to be great, but Canada is the team to beat. I think. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're messaging. They, they, they our, have a hell of a team. Our maple Sierra partners in crime and they are not answering. <laughs> so, you know, it's subjective. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think Canada, Canada has a very potent team. I think the U S has a good team. Um, I don't know much about the French team, but I'm sure they're going to come to play Russia is not coming. <laughs> I'm assuming because of this war. 
What's going on over there? There's something going on over there. I wonder who's going to show up to the States. To me, it's like those guys better. The amount of times that the Americans fly over there to compete, like you guys can fly over once every 15 years. Absolutely. Right. What about the Brits? Are the Brits going to field the team? I hope. It's a good question. So update on the Canadian coach. They're meeting tonight, which is Friday, October 27th, um, to hopefully get a coach locked in. They will share once it's determined. Who are the choices? That's going to be exciting. They have a hell of a team, though. Um, I got to look back. Uh, I don't know if the official team roster was posted, but we saw, you know, Neil Harris posted that he's on the team. Ryan's on yeah. the team. Luke's on the team. Um, who else was on Jersey the team? Strike. Somebody else Jersey posted. Strike. Christian Baxter. They're, Christian Baxter. They're, yep. God, they're, they're going to be tough to beat it's if they team. come to play. They're going to be tough to beat. Yeah. A lot of experience on that team. Yeah. A lot of experience. And Luke, gosh, Luke has an SC now. So, like, <laughs> you guys are all fucked. <laughs> Screwed. Oh, man. I'm so glad he got that SC. I'm so glad that God. finally worked out. He's going to Canadian bacon roll your ass. Like, ugh. <laughs> oh, man. Man. So we just got a message of the, there's three coaches. I, it's not our, I don't think we can I, say it. We can't say it, but you will really appreciate when we do speak about it. Um, I have a boner after reading that one. Me too. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, Canada. Canada, Canada. Canada. Gosh. You think that if they won, they would be like, you know what? How about you take it, France? Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Just be like, <laughs> so nice about it. Like, I'm sorry for beating you. You can have the trophy. Sorry we won, guys. <laughs> God. Too funny. But yeah, Luke's God, everybody. Every everybody that has to compete against Luke saw him get an SC, and it was not a good day for those people. I'm sure it put them in a bad no. mood. Yeah, but, and uh, to clarify, he got Angelo's SC. Yep. Yeah. Um, and he was working on that for a little while. That was that yeah. was a, there was some back and forth on that. So I'm I'm really glad he got that one. That's a beautiful airplane. I mean, it's one of the more beautiful SCs. Although. I tell you, a lot of SCs look really good. I, I that airplane in particular, people really pick good paint jobs. That's classy too. Very classy. Yeah, I think my favorite SC. Classy. SC, we should go by a favorite paint job. So, like my favorite SC paint job. Oh God, so many are coming to mind. I love green, so I like the green one. I really should say mine, right? But it's not. Um, <laughs> I love the green yours is one, one of my favorite. I love your team. Thanks. I love that green one that was all like lines and angles. It's out out west in Montana, I think now. I like that one in bourbons. I like bourbons. I like Brodigan's serial number 50. Yeah. Um, I like goodies a lot. I actually yes. really like goodies. I, I, I think his airplane is so gorgeous. That blue and green, um, white and black all works really well together. Oh yeah. Um, who else? There's some good ones. Yeah, that's that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Four of them. Yeah, Four I, like Mar- I like Marcus's. Marcus is a new one. 
Yeah, his looks good. Honestly, I kind of like the French team. Um, uh, yeah. The one that yes. uh, Vanel was flying for a while. You know, I like that one. Yeah. What about Game Bird? Which Game Bird do you like? So, God, I, honestly, okay. This is probably a suit. This is kind of like picking the New York Yankees as your favorite team. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, that's everybody's favorite team. Um, I like the original green, black, and white original Game Bird paint scheme. Yeah, I no, like that. Good. I actually really like that scheme. Um, I'm not, it's not even that I'm a fan or not a fan of green. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I would pick the right green scheme. Scheme. I, I have no problem with green, but like, I feel like that scheme really works well together. It looks really good. Oh, and we totally forgot. Um, huh. Can we make it public about somebody who bought an SC from France? Who he, who I don't know. Flies advanced. Yeah, we don't know. We don't want to ruin a deal. Um, anyway, there's a new SC coming over from France to America. So wait, we are. Do I know about that? Be, we are going to be beating. It's been the a long by, week by taking away their airplanes. <laughs> I don't know that I know this. Will you text me with who it is? The, yeah, the one that definitely um, know. The one that needed the motor, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. I I don't think I knew that he did I must have missed that. You must have uh, missed sorry, it in guys. the chat. Jeff is yeah. So does that mean his current airplane? I won't name it because it'll give it away. Uh it's gonna yeah, be we should talk about have some material for next week. We should actually get him on the podcast. I really have never spoken to that. I would guy. love to get him on. He's super nice. And he seems like a really good guy. I, I said hi to him and, and you know just just like hey how's I love it going? that we're talking about somebody he, and everybody's like who the fuck are you guys talking about <laughs> just say the name we're like yeah he's a really great guy um yeah oh by the way can we talk <laughs> about that cap that that went for sale in Europe no which one the I think it was <laughs> don't, don't talk about it. let's just talk in like code so everybody can really yeah. <laughs> you know that one airplane <laughs> text me text me. <laughs> No, which um, one? No, it's it. That one's very much public. Uh, I'm I'm scrolling through, looking for it. Um, it oh, it's a two thirty two. It's on uh, Aerobatic Pilots. Oh, cool. No, I didn't see it. Cap th- uh, serial number thirty. Gorgeous, gorgeous paint job. Super sick. It would be really cool to see that thing shipped to, to the U.S. Cap. It just scares oh, me. With so like gorgeous. The landing gear attaching to the spar and. <sighs> You that know. just means you got to not be a wuss and land it shitty. Yeah. <laughs> or fly hard. <laughs> or fly hard at all. It's fucking made of wood. Yeah, exactly. Well, they reinforced it, I think, with carbon now. And that's the deal. But like, yeah, uh, it is. a. Uh, I want one so bad. Such a pretty airplane. It's yeah. it's I, it's like a, it's one of those crazy things. That, and I think we've talked about it on the podcast uh, a time or two. But like such an amazing airplane that is just like. The manufacturer is gone. Like they yeah. just came in, built the most incredible airplane, and then it's like it's gone. Bye. Yeah, I think this is the I, one. I that, think I love uh, Gerald Cooper and Eric Vizil, uh flew at Silverstone when uh, a Cal one. So it was flown oh, very okay. gently, very very gently. <laughs> yeah, I came from. Um, yeah, very gently, <laughs> just to the grocery store and back. Yeah. Um, I love how you have to clip in with bicycle pedals. 
Yeah, I don't the, think that's with the all of them, though. Is it with all of them? I don't know. I, I, I know it's with several of them because I've heard that, you know, that's, that's what crazy. everybody always says. Yeah. It's so pretty, though. Yeah, I would love one. It's a pretty airplane. Everybody wants to donate that's one a pretty to yes. Let us know. Ooh, we should go yeah, 501c so we can just get... Is that like... Can you? I know nothing about 501c. If we became 501c, then if people donated their stuff to us, then they can get a tax write-off, right? I, you know, that's whatever correct. they need to do in their end, but we would get an airplane. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's something we should think about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should think about doing that so people can donate their shit to us. Welcome to FCS 501C. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, man, I like that cat. Um, that's cool, though, that uh, this this person uh, who shall remain nameless until we can reveal the name. Um <laughs> <laughs> bought uh bought that french sc and, and honestly um that's a good deal even if you have to buy, buy a brand new crate engine it was a great even if that deal. engine is completely trash. i wanted to yeah. actually get it I, I talked to um i found out a, a friend of ours was buying it so i kind of held out and didn't really talk too much um until they i knew that they weren't going to get it or something like that but i was going to there was a couple of people that i was talking to that we were going to make an offer on it just to ship over here put a motor in it and flip it because I thought it was a good price. Yeah. What's a good um, price. Oh, you know what I was thinking too, which was a, would be a really good idea. You know, with, with being at the price of these, these airplanes are, are, are pretty high. Um, a lot of it, I think relates back to motors and avionics. So um, with game bird, um, let me just, I'm going to say this wrong and it's probably a bad idea, but so, you know, one of the common things that I think people think about is like, oh, wouldn't it be sick if we can just like lease aerobatic planes? And the answer is like, yeah, it'd be sick. But like no smart person would do that because you just go out there, do knife edge spins, tumbles and snaps and get X amount of hours out of the motor and, and have to replace the motor. And I would know, just do was, nothing but but high speed snaps until the crank just was trash. Right. But what if they leased airplanes minus avionics and motor and you would have to you could put whatever motor you want on it you know so like so you can save a ton of money on that and at that point like the airframe it's a composite airplane it shouldn't it shouldn't get beat up i mean obviously you have bearings and and cable and stuff like but to me those are you know common items almost the big item is the motor and the prop so if you had if you can get like if you could pick up a used motor, a mid-time motor, you could save some money there. Pick up a mid-time prop, you could save some money there. Pick up some basic avionics, save some money there, and then lease it through lease the airframe and supply your own shit. Not a bad idea. Right? No, it's not a bad idea at all. You know, um, and it just makes the entry cost less. But I don't know how that works with like kit planes and experimental and you know the important yeah. stuff not not the fcs hypotheticals <laughs> yeah but um yeah that would be interesting to because i don't think any airplanes are you can lease any airplanes at this point you can rent them obviously but um can't lease yeah them. no not unless somebody buys them and then leases them out from there yeah i'm surprised gamer didn't do that you know i mean obviously with the zero percent uh financing you know that's not a bad way to Man, it's not a bad way to do it. In fact, I'm surprised. Maybe somebody has. But I'm surprised um, nobody's bought like four of them and and decided to start a, 
a school and, and kind of fraction them out, you know? Yeah. Or just like, I wish there was more of like a network where people like, like say for instance, you got, you know, you know, John Smith, right. Some random dude. Yeah. He's based in, you know, right here in Long Island and he wants a game bird. Right. Um, but he, his budget for an airplane is gosh, uh, $75,000, $100,000 round numbers. Um, what if Gamebird had like an opportunity, not an opportunity, um, had a system where, you know, John Smith can call up Gamebird, like, hey, like, I, I'm serious about a Gamebird or $100,000. I have $100,000. Can you put my name on your list? Um, this way, when other people call that have, you know, and basically a partnership there, Blaine, is what I'm getting at. Um, so that this way, when other people call up, you guys have a list and it's like, hey, like, right now we have, you know, two out of the four people at a hundred grand in your area that, you know, are willing to go partners. Obviously you guys have to meet and see if you guys mesh well, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, cause most people don't know each other, but you're calling the same place. Right. So if you can have a network where you funnel them through one system and, and basically connect everybody, then, you know, it, it makes it uh, less challenging to find a partner. So, you know, if they had something like I was saying that you could call up, put your name on a list, you know, a nice list, obviously, um, and information about yourself, maybe like some stupidly low deposit, like what that like Elon Musk did, like with the Cybertruck, a hundred bucks, like or a thousand bucks, give us, you know, fully refundable thousand dollars, just so we know you're fucking somewhat serious, and um, you know call back and check every month or email us and you can check up if anybody else called or we'll let you know, like when we find people and then like, you know, you get three out of the four partners. It's like, all right, like, you know what? Like let's everybody else kind of come up with a little bit more. Let's get this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that I like that idea. With, like technology. Like, I think that we should use the, the interwebs a little bit more to connect people that, that know that they can't afford these half million dollar airplanes but are willing to go partners with people um, and the right people, obviously, um, and, and get something. Yeah. So anyway, just a, it wouldn't, another. it would create a bigger network of, of people that can afford these airplanes. Yeah. Yeah. So That's it was for on sure. a website. I like it. We should get capital. We should just do this and start a business. Gosh, so many things. I know. I know. <laughs> So many things, so little time. Um, hmm. So what's well, the next uh, week? We're going to have what? some great news. We are. Um, the great that news. was so random of me. I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying with the, I'm sorry with the Canadian coaches. Yes. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. No, I can't wait to. Uh, that's going to be. All of those candidates that they're considering are interesting and, and good for the team in ways. It'll be interesting all, to see which way they go. It's a win-win-win for them. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, that'll be cool. Um, speaking of, of coaches and, and teams, where what are, what are the teams doing right now? Like, what's the – are people just kind of cooling down right now, taking a little bit of a break, maybe uh, gathering uh, thoughts and, and strategy for how they want the year to go this year, the, the end of this year, um, and then the beginning of next year in terms of – of practicing and getting ready and um, gaining some cohesiveness as a team. What are they doing right now? So right now um, I'm guessing 
But they're probably, obviously, they've been on the phone picking coaches or talking about coaches and they selected. No, nope, I'm here. Oh, I got, no, I'm sorry. That was my headphones that for some reason uh, uh, popped off. Yeah, so they're talking sorry. about, and they already worked out the coaching thing. Um, and now they're probably figuring out who's going to manage the team. And I bet you that at this point, they're also talking about um, practice locations um, and content uh practice dates um i don't think Camps. they're talking yeah they, about, so they set out it yeah yeah i think that probably in the next month or two they're probably going to be booking hotels in nevada um you know a little bit more logistical stuff uh, that's probably gonna be more the manager and um but yeah mostly a lot of conversations try, trying to figure out which camps they're going to be able to do uh things like that is is what i suspect is going on okay you know, and the content, when is the contest? Uh, October, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So like, gosh. So yeah, they're, they're a year out and they're a year out. Can- Just about Canada, a year out. It's tough for Canada. So Canada is going to be going into hibernation mode. So they're going to, they're not going to be able to start flying again until I'd say like late May or late or May. So maybe you think June, any of them move their airplanes down July, to the United States August, to uh, get a bigger five season? Five months. Um, you know, I don't know. This is the first year that Canada is really competing on a world level in in recent, you know, in field. Yeah, in a long team. time. Yeah, so like I don't know what they're gonna do. Um, you know, Luke just got in his SC, so um, I'm sure he's anxious to get to know it and fly it. So. I wouldn't be surprised if he moved it someplace down south to, to fly it, but he also, you know, obviously has a job and a career. So, yeah, you know, there's the my my gut feeling is no. Um, I think that and the probably Canadians you probably want a little right. off time. Yeah, I think the Canadians have it right. They're 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 quality, not quantity. They're gonna really focus in on on quality training, um, which I agree with, and that's kind of what I do. Um, I don't know, you don't want to overtrain, and yeah you know, lose your passion for this, for this hobby. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I'm just, I'm super excited for Canada. Uh, I think I might even go to worlds to watch for a couple of days. Sounds fun. Yeah, man. I like it. Yeah. Nah. I, I think I'm going to do the same. I'm excited. This is gonna be a fun year to kind of watch them ramp up. And then, you know, it's just like never a dull moment. Uh, we have uh, unlimited team selection next year. So like that, that, um oh my god unlimited that's kind of wrapping it's gonna up. be freaking crazy can't wait yeah that's ramping up yeah yeah and the knowns yeah, came out the, um, the unlimited knowns are fucking nutty this year well for me they're nutty crazy <laughs> like it was like oh dude a gift but yeah so i'm just gonna like fucking it, six outside flicks in it and i'm like oh it's gonna be so <laughs> much fun to train <laughs> last year it was like two <laughs> oh, <wait. laughs> Ah, uh, brutal, dude. Yeah, that's gonna separate them. That's that's gonna separate some people, man. Yeah, yeah, it is literally <laughs> and figuratively. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it's just crazy. I mean, like the first figure is like pull vertical, outside half flick, push, push loop, four four on the top, three quarter roll, bottom two times eight, and figure one. It's like okay, that's ten percent there, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome to hell. 
Yeah, then it goes into uh, not some bigger deal. It's a tail slide to evade up, three quarter, three quarter snap down. Um, then into a double Humpty with a three quarter outside flick down. Then a one and a quarter spin outside half flick down. <laughs> Just calling out all the outside flicks. Um, outside three quarter flick up, hammerhead, um, Cuban or sorry, lay down eight, whatever the heck. Um, Outside one and a half flick on a 45 down, and then outside half flick on a horizontal line, half flick down. <laughs> outside Jesus. flick, outside flick, outside flick, outside flick. <laughs> Sounds terrible. Got one inside flick. So it's not great. I mean, they're, they're, I think they're pretty simple flicks. Um, and there's no flicks up going at the tail slides, which is, thank God. Yeah, me. that's good. <laughs> but, um, I'm I'm guessing Bob Holly uh, submitted the sequence. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna guess. <laughs> <laughs> and if you asked uh, him, he would say, "I took it easy on you guys." I took it easy on you guys, Bobby yeah. Holly. Congratulations, congratulations, Bobby, Bobby Holly. Well deserved, I will say. Well deserved win at this year's nationals. Um, I think. Uh, not, I think, um, like losing words here today. Um, it was just, it was, it was really fun to watch. It's just, yeah, he's really good. I don't know how else to say it. He's really fucking good. He's a good pilot. He's a a good pilot. (laughs) (laughs) He's, uh, he's, he's good, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And we got some exciting stuff coming up. Uh, I know. So your, your season's, close to ramp wrapping up weather wise yeah, Canada's is my, like here already airplane back together got ADSB down I put in a six pin yeah. Bose jack did some other little little bullshit thingies and uh dude have you flown with the helmet yet no I'm gonna I'm ready to I was gonna fly today but it's gusting to like 30 and I haven't flown in a month and a half so I am uh us. get in there yeah I should I should how's the weather look like the rest of the week are you are you kind of this is kind of that time where it's like you're gonna miss days because of weather but you could probably sneak one in and then like what another month it's like done deal i'll be good to like i'm usually like mid three quarters of the way through november um then it starts really turning so i'm i'm good the forecast isn't looking too bad um nice like 60 tomorrow's gonna be 57 high high of 57 (laughs) that's horrible what's your height what are you what are you at now is well no you're early you're 11 o'clock where you are right now but what, what are you at like 11 for the high no right now or just currently 61 right now it's been cold mornings um but here i'll, I'll read you the 10 day highs okay God. 71 68 73 75 71 63 59 and 60 with a chance of rain wednesday and thursday of uh of next week that's scary. And then that's the way it's going to be. That's the way it's going to be yeah. for the, and the next four months, right? Yep. And that's, so we're, I mean, obviously you want, you want a month. I mean, I, I'd love to get a month or two of like hard rain here because we need it, but it's going to be just like that. It's going to be just some sunny days, cooler weather. And then, and then, um, you know, a rain day here and there. <sighs> Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Let's wrap this shit yeah. up, man. Let's wrap it up. Um, thanks to uh, Lift Aviation for uh, sponsoring the podcast and supporting aerobatics and 
uh, a ton of stuff in a ton of stuff in aviation. Uh, go support them. LiftAviationUSA.com. Use the promo code FlyCoolShit at checkout for twenty five percent off. If you guys are curious about helmets or shoes or other gear, feel free to reach out to me. You reach out to uh, Todd and Braden Lentz at Lift. Um, yeah. Hit up their and Instagram. I'll report back next week aviation. with my helmet. I'll be flying it tomorrow. Yeah, I'd love to. I, I can't wait to hear your thoughts uh, post comms. I'm really excited to hear about it. Yeah, um, me too. So, yeah, we'll talk about that. Uh, go buy some shirts. Michaelshit.com slash merch. Uh, hit the donate button. If you if you like this this podcast and you want to see us uh, continue, uh, we, uh, you know, this is all supported by uh, by us. So uh, we'd love uh, we'd love some donations. Give us some money, basically. Empty just out your give pockets. Us money. Give us money. And uh, maybe we'll continue. I don't know. Maybe we'll just cancel this shit. I don't know. Who gives a fuck? You know? Maybe. This shit right now. Yeah, maybe. But maybe we'll keep it going. Um, and yeah. yeah, I think that's about it, dude. Let's let's uh, hey, let's call it a day. And uh, thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you all next week. Later. Thank you for listening to another episode of Fly Cool Shit. Be sure to check out our website at www.flycoolshit.com. Subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes and Spotify. Any questions, comments, or feedback, shoot us an email at flycoolshit at gmail.com. 